Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You realize this, this bogus excuse that they're given that they can't suspend the 51-cent gas tax for the year because the oil companies might, might not pass it along? You realize it means... They'll never cut the tax, ever. Not a penny, not a quarter, not 50 cents. You just figured that out? When did they ever cut a tax? Right, but now, but they're using this all-purpose talking point, and everybody in the media is going, oh, I, yeah, I get it, sure, I understand that. No, they're not worried about that. <laughs> well, you think they care how much you pay for gas? They don't care if the oil companies have have bigger profits. They just want their cut. They don't want to give up their cut. You know, I want to smack people on the side of the head. They don't care about your life. They don't care if you can't afford gas. If they cared, they wouldn't put a 50 cent tax on it. Really, it's a buck and a quarter tax when you add all the rest of them. Stop it. Oh, well, you know, the oil companies, you, that means they'll never cut taxes. God, it's so easy. So easy to manipulate people. All right, it's the John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live yeah. everywhere, iHeartRadio. Well, we're going to talk about uh, another approach to California's homelessness problem. A group of Republicans in the state legislature have introduced a collection of bills. Don't know that they'll get very far, considering that there's more than two-thirds controlled by Democrats in Sacramento, to deal with California's homelessness problem, the theme of which is the billions and billions that have been spent clearly was of no use. We're going to talk to the uh, Assembly Republican leader, James Gallagher, right now. And we'll probably just focus on a few of these. And I think we want to start, John, with that uh, infamous law from the 1960s, Lanterman Petrus Short Act, which we've talked about a lot. And a couple of proposals here from the Republicans do want to alter that, that uh, is dealing with uh, issues like conservatorship. Yeah, it makes it impossible to put people away against their will. Even though yeah. we can see a lot of people on the streets 
who that has to be done to. Mental patients and drug addicts. Well, let's get Assemblyman James Gallagher on, Republican uh, home base is Yuba City. James, how are you? Good. How are you guys, John and Ken? Uh, we're, we're, we're fine. All right. About this, this particular law that was passed in uh, 1967 that results in virtually nobody being forced into, uh, into confinement for mental health or, or drug reasons. This bill, would it, how would it address that? Right. So, I mean, in every city in California, you see this, you know, there's, there's folks that are, you know, basically wigging out on the street. I mean, they're, they're a danger to themselves or others, you know, people that have been, been killed, assaulted uh, by these individuals on the street. And the reality is you got to be able to put them into a forced treatment facility. Um, and this Lanterman Petrus, Petrus Act was passed, you know, back in the 60s. And the idea then was we're trying to get rid of the abuses of institutionalization, you know, where, where there was legitimately people being put in institutions that, that shouldn't have been there. But we've gone way over on the other side of the pendulum now, and we're just letting people be out on the street when they're a danger to themselves and others. My bill, AB 2020, uh, would change that and make it easier, you know, to get folks like that into a forced treatment situation. Why is it so hard to have a, a, a state mental hospital and not abuse all the patients? Why is it either... Uh, we have a hospital and we abuse everybody or we don't have a hospital. How about a hospital and we don't abuse? Well, why, I don't understand. Right. The, the, but really, I mean, these have been the two choices for the last hundred years. You, you can't hire yeah, people. Like that are gonna, you can't hire people who are going to treat the patients humanely. Is it that difficult? It seems like it's always this zero sum game or, or, or a black and white. And it really isn't. I mean, we certainly can have facilities. Um, where these people can be treated, we got to, you know, we got to put the investment in and make sure that we, you know, and work with the private sector. There's a lot of private sector facilities out there. There's there's companies that are dedicated to doing this work. Um, so we just got to, you know, as as policymakers, put that together and change the law. That's the first thing we got to do. I mean, the governor announces, you know, he's, he loves to announce new programs and, you know, with splashy titles or whatever, and then never follows through. So he's announced he's going to do a care court. You know, the care court is going to make sure that these people are taken care of and put into treatment. But it doesn't say anything about changing the law. And, I, you know, I don't care if you're the care court or the superior court. If you don't change the law, you're going to be faced with this same situation. Well, isn't the care court that Newsom is proposing similar to the way California handled people before Prop 47, that if you had a problem, it, you either had to go to uh, drug rehab or, or face you, a felony, or you, right. or you had to go to jail. So, so is, yeah, this, like is he working court. around Prop 47 and pretending it's something new and innovative? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question because we actually had a bill last year that was authored by a Democrat. That would have created a pilot. It was just a pilot program, drug court, basically bringing back drug court in one county. Um, the bill passed through the legislature, got to the governor's desk, and he vetoed it. Um, but now he's proposing the care court. Now that's more. This is more focused on mental health, not drugs. Um, and he's saying basically the same concept. Yes. Of, well because hey, it's the only you know, let's it, put you into a forced treatments facility yes because it's the only thing you can do there are no other ideas out there 
you have to force people into either mental health or, or drug treatment. And if they don't take it, there has to be a consequence. You know, before George Gascon right. lied to everybody with Prop 47, that's the way California ran things. And it worked. And there is no plan B. You either right. do that or you end up doing nothing. And then you do nothing and we've got uh, 70,000 homeless in the streets. And that's what we got. You know, so it's a vicious cycle where these guys get picked up. Here's, isn't it, the cost is amazing. You know, these guys get picked up by ambulances when, when they're going through a psychotic episode. Uh, so there's a cost of the ambulance ride. Uh, they take up a bed in the local hospital, uh, you know, all the costs associated with that. Uh, they're put on a temporary hold, and then they're just sent right back out onto the street to do the whole thing all over again. I mean, it, it is literally the definition of insanity. All right, the Democrats are running things, obviously, in the legislature. Do any of them, you ever hear them talk, do they feel bad that, first of all, all the homeless people are suffering in the streets with their addictions and mental illness, and that normal residents, their neighborhoods are all fouled. They're fouled and they're, they're, they're terrifying to be in. Anybody feel bad about this? Well, they certainly can't feel good. They don't have a very good record. Um, I think you hear from some Democrats, yes. Uh, and I think there, there have been some Democrats who proposed bills like mine to change this and, and, and provide for forced treatment. It's just that it always runs into the special interests and the majority of Democrats uh, end up stopping these uh, these type of measures. So this is so um, so I think wait, 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 let me ask you, who's the special interest for homeless people dying in the streets and leaving feces and heroin needles in residential neighborhoods? What group is pushing that? And and they have that much sway it, in the legislature? It's like the mental health advocates, ACLU at times who say oh you can't do that you know these you're you're, you're taking away these people's civil liberties what, but, but what, what, uh, what, what if you do a forced treatment what percentage of the public do they represent one percent less <laughs> a very very small percentage i and mean, even with this, I, mean I live i live in one of the most liberal i live in one of the most liberal sections of los angeles i don't know a single person who thinks the homeless shouldn't be forced out of the neighborhoods after right. after they actually enter our neighborhood, everybody flips. Everybody changes their attitude right. on it. So I hear about these There's special interests. There's a very interests. clear, overwhelming majority. Right. So so do it. A, yeah, absolutely. And so that's why I'm going to push it. I mean, we are going to push this and and put them on record. Either support this thing, or or say that you're going to support the status quo. And that makes it really clear for voters too. By the way. You know, like, hey, these are these are the guys that want to keep doing this stuff, and you're going to see the problem get worse and worse. And here's the folks who actually want to do something about it. And you know, as, me as Republican leader, this I just I've been on the job a month now, but that's something that I really intend to do is make this political and take it to the voters in November. We're going to be on the offensive um, all the way from now until November. All right. Well, we'll have you back on, and we'll follow this along. You think these bills will get hearings even? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to, if I have anything to say about it, yes, they will get hearings. You know, I mean, the, the problem is, I believe they will. I really believe they will because I think this problem has become so, uh, you know, it's become so present in everybody's lives that the Democrats at the very least are going to have to hear these things. Now, whether they'll vote, how they'll vote, it, it remains to be seen. All right. Uh, James Gallagher, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you, guys.
That's the Assembly Republican leader in Sacramento, James Gallagher from Yuba City. Again, California's 12% of the nation's population, but we got 28% of the country's homeless and 47% of the unsheltered homeless people. That The ones you see wandering oh my God, the almost half of the... Uh, nation. Almost yes. half of the nation's... Yeah, see, in New York, they do get a lot of them inside. Maybe it's the weather, but maybe well, they have a better procedure. No, they, they, they had no, they have a law. It's like uh, the one that's been proposed here. Um, you know, we will get you a bed, but you have to take it. Right. And so they enforce that in New York, and so they have a lot of homeless, but they're all out of sight. They're all, all in right. the shelters. When we come back by 10 o'clock tonight, there could be some trouble in a section of Los Angeles where they're supposed to clear out a homeless encampment today. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Tomorrow is the Moist Line, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. You can also, if you would like, via the iHeartRadio app, you can uh, hit the talk back. And you can leave a message that way, too. Those will also be retrieved for possible play in tomorrow's Moist Line at 520 and again at 550. We were just talking about the Republican state legislator's plan for the homeless. The biggest bill, we think, is the one that would change the conservatorship laws. Basically, a law that was written in the 1960s makes it very difficult to take somebody off the streets that's got obvious and severe mental illness problems. But if they say no, you're out of luck. Well, this, you know, this comes down to so much. It's the same thing we talk about over and over again. They were supposed to build local mental health drug treatment centers to take the place of the massive state institutions. And they never did. So well, that's what they said they were going to do at the Prop 47, too. And they didn't do that either. They were going to take the so, money saved on incarceration and spent it on all these treatment centers. So they, they come up with these radical ideas. All right, we're going to close all the mental institutions. All right, well, now what? Well, we're going to replace them with localized, uh, intensive, personal uh, treatment centers for each city. Okay. And then 50 years goes by. Well, you never built them, did you? Well, that was, uh, that was dead people who passed that bill. It wasn't me. I, this is what, what, and Gascon sold us a load of uh, crap as well. Oh, the money is going to go to uh, local drug uh, rehabilitation, the money we save on prisons. Remember that that line? Well, it was part of the sale. Yeah. Right. The cost of prisons has, has only gone up. The cost of prisons has not gone down. Even when they close prisons, it still goes up. All the All the guards and all the other employees keep getting massive raises. So tonight, by 10 o'clock, they're going to try to clear out another large homeless encampment. This one is in the Little Tokyo section. It's an area of downtown Los Angeles called Toriumi Plaza. Apparently, the vagrants took over during the pandemic. Listen to this statistic. Los Angeles police and fire departments have received more than 130 calls for services involving this encampment overdoses, assault, and fires. This encampment is part of Kevin DeLeon's district. Running for mayor. Running for mayor. That's why he's cleaning it. It's probably a good reason why he's getting it cleaned up. They did reach out to people there. 61 uh, They were placed in some type of housing. But I've heard there's a few dozen 
that are refusing to leave, and they have the backing of the nutty activists who put up a large sign, no sweep, no fence, never again is now. Oh, wow. That's so a cool sign. There could be a confrontation wow. tonight. Wow. Wow. They actually put up a sign. Well, I don't know. Drop uh, drop your arms. I don't think the uh, Russian uh, army could uh, penetrate that sign. Right. This is what I'm... You know what? This coverage in here, and who's the writer? Ruben Vives. Ruben Vives. First Vives. word in the headline. Activists protest. First word in the story. Activists plan to protest. Why that, is that the story? That's who gets the most coverage, right? How about residents, business owners, will be free of all the crime and psychotic behavior that goes on in the, in oh, the streets? because the time's roots for the activists. They believe the and, activists are right, that people should not be displaced. And then This and, is their home. How many articles has the Times written that they formed a community? Yeah, I, yeah, with I, I 130 know. It, police calls. Again, it's propaganda. This Ruben Vives writes propaganda. Where else are they going to go? For, for extremist activists. I looked up the guy he has quoted here, yeah. uh, Stephen Chun. He's oh, with yeah. J-Town Action and Solidarity. Yeah, I think uh, it stands for Japantown. He's, he's pro he's, uh, the protest is in part to protect the rights of residents at the encampment who don't necessarily want hotel rooms, shelters, or tiny homes because of the strict rules that come with it. Stephen, there's no constitutional right when the taxpayers are giving you free shelter. You don't have any constitutional right not to have rules. What, so you could piss all over the walls? So you could crap on the beds? They feel like prisoners and caged animals, he said. Then I have an idea. Take a shower and so go apply. To wander the streets. Go, go apply it for a job. What the hell are you talking about? But you know what? He gets paid by somebody. I looked up his Twitter feed. First of all, he's got a photo of uh, a side wall at a freeway, a cement wall. And the, uh, the graffiti on the wall says, big purple letters, Merry Christmas, ACAB. A-C-A-B. You know what that stands for? No. All cops are bastards. Wow. That's his Twitter well, photo. Okay? See, that's part of the same anarchist, Democrat, socialist Egg, crowd. Yes, exactly. Defund the police. Uh, or end the police. And, and then his, uh, his, uh, one of his recent tweets, he's standing in front of a sign, poster that says, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, Black Lives all, Matter? It's all the same. Oh, you mean those uh, wealthy people who ran off and bought mansions all over? Yeah. And so he's he's got his various groups he belongs to. And you know that they're financed by some wealthy a-hole. And he's getting a salary to be a professional uh, jackass in the streets and get in the way of the police. He doesn't care about the homeless. He doesn't care. What he cares about is getting a check from whoever's financing his stupid group so he could wave idiotic signs over this idea that, well, that now you can't even you can't even give the homeless shelter, right? You have to give the homeless shelter and not have any rules. So if they want to freebase cocaine and burn the hotel down, go right ahead. Remember, this was the approach behind what they called the wet houses. And that turned out to be a disaster where there are a few places well, that they did that. They put homeless people in there with no rules and the places got destroyed. It, right. was, it was So mayhem. All this nonsense ends. 
If it sounds idiotic at face value, it's because it is idiotic. You don't send people into homeless shelters and let them do their drugs and their booze. You simply don't. And if they don't like it, hit the road, but you're not going to live on the road anymore. They're going to return public spaces back to the public and give the residents and businesses peace and security. That is going to be the way. And the L.A. Times, this stupid, stupid newspaper with their <laughs> idiotic writers, Ruben Vives, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, what the hell? Activists protesting the clearing of a homeless encampment. I don't see one quote here from a resident or a business owner. It's all about, oh, they feel like prisoners in caged, caged animals. I, 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 I mean, I just, I, I, you just want One to. One of the TV stations did coverage of this, so we just didn't get a chance to play it. But apparently, uh, uh, I heard a woman say, oh, every day there's people out there standing there naked using drugs. I can't even go to lunch. I feel threatened. There you go. Yeah. They're standing there naked. Naked. They're changing their yeah. clothes right in front of us. And Ruben Vives thinks the lead story, and so do the editors at the Times, think the lead story is the activists have a new banner that they're going to be waving. <laughs> yeah, that's the lead story. Not the naked guy terrorizing the local woman who's trying to get lunch. That's not a story. All right, more coming up. Inverse Universe. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, we're going to have a candidate for governor on the show at 5.05. There's not a lot of them challenging uh, dippity-doo, but it is Michael Schellenberger, who's on our show recently, the author of uh, San Francisco, the book about San Francisco's problems with homelessness. Isn't that shocking that that no, no name person that you know, at least I half think the everybody state would spent recognize. all they had for the recall. That was only what wow. six months ago. Was that a botch, huh? Yep, he won so easily. They were like, "Yeah, I'm not spending the time and money." They all me. ran. They all got five percent. Uh, they've all given up. Wow, Jesus! I mean, oh, well. I mean, News, Kevin Newsom, really, with the state of what's going on in California, nobody. The hell. That's who's out there. All they care about is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Let's go get drunk. Oh, did you see Ego Bag uh, Schwarzenegger putting out an appeal to uh, Putin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to play some of that later. Yeah, Putin is listening to you, buddy. Yeah. His Nazi father. Hey, I wonder what uh, the washed-up actor and bad governor has to say about my invasion. Apparently it went viral. Well, I don't know. Putin saw it. but Well... What does it matter what he says? Everything is. But it, uh, it's it's you e- can't, you can't, it, it's not going to get to Russian people because everything's been shut down. Right? And how would that have an effect on anybody? Well, he's got some notoriety there. Yeah, as a big, he was apparently went there for many weightlifting contests with Russians. So. But he's going to. Persu- they know him pretty well he, in his movie. He's going to persuade people to what? Uh, storm the Kremlin? Yeah, that's right. To overthrow yeah. Putin. Okay. Ego bag. As we speak, the L.A. Unified School District. And the teachers union, it's hard to believe, they're meeting again to try to figure out when they can lift the masking mandate. <laughs> proposals and counterproposals have been going back and forth. What's to figure out? The... Just, just, just say no more masks. Three words. No more masks. End of message. 
The district wanted to end or at least make indoor masking optional starting this week. The union countered, eh, how about March 28th? And only at schools where at least 75% of students are fully vaccinated. Uh, there's going to be still weekly PCR testing. Oh, my God. Weekly testing on yes. top of the vaccines? Yes. What, what, for what purpose? I don't know. Why do we impose uh, testing? You guys keep for... pointing out they're getting money out of this, but I don't know how that works. I, I think they're just crazy. Well, they, well, they are crazy. They are crazy. They did get bonuses uh, when they negotiated a reopening of the schools. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, but but what about this round? The schools are reopened. I, I, what are they I, trying to get now? By I don't know. I don't know. We got to get somebody on about this. I, I, I and uh, and the thing is, the, the the morons at the school district. Their counter is that um, they're going to continue weekly testing until April 29th. And through the last day of school in June at elementary schools, they're going to give uh, take-home rapid tests to to, to the uh, to the students and staff coming back from spring break. I they have see that's what I'm saying. This is no connection to reality, whatever, whatsoever, nothing at all. Why don't you test them for STDs? Well, uh, what, 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 well, they have. They would have to have sex to transfer. No, those. but it's just as pointless. This is as just viral loads. It's just pointless as testing them for STDs. Why don't you test them to see, you know, how much uh, protein they have in their bodies? All it is is intrusive, control-free garbage. There's no science here at all. There isn't a single scientific outfit that is recommending this kind yeah. of testing and masking. Nobody. Just to be clear, LA Unified is the only one of the country's five largest K through 12 districts that still has an indoor masking requirement. We are the outlier, and this is important no. because sometimes we hear from people who say, "That's not my union. I don't agree." Well, fifty-eight well, percent. Then open your well, mouth, on. you cowardly teacher! You open your mouth, go public. Here, hold call, on. Call us up. Fifty-eight percent in a recent poll of UTLA members support keeping the indoor masking mandate, a clear majority. So you are the union. Sorry. 42% wanted to end it. What is with the 58? 76% support that weekly testing requirement. What, what is it? How much money do you want? There's got to be a price here. Because the, the idiots in the school district pay the price. I... I, what, I think some what, of it is just what I consider to be the, the, the completely traumatized. There's yeah. like nutty traumatized people. I, I, I think I, I think they're uh, control freaks. They're like the I, epidemiologists I, who just, oh my God, there's a germ. Everybody hide. Well, there are people like that. I know, but why? You're still seeing them wearing masks. But why would they, why would they be clustered in in the teaching profession? The epidemiology profession, I could see it's been their lifelong obsession, but. There should be a similar... Uh, but teachers, there's so much empathy for everything that... No, I th see, I think, they're, I think they're bad people. I think they're bad people that are doing... Well, I don't see how this leads to money. Well, they've gotten money in the past. Well, they, you mentioned one time for reopening the school, they got a bonus. They got a bonus. Maybe they want another bonus. It's not in the well, if negotiations it's not that I can see here. It, there's no scientific reason Their for this. The list of demands is in this article. I if, don't see a bonus. If there's no money, then what is it? I think it's paranoia. I just disagree with you. I think there's an element right. of health and, paranoia involved with a number of people 
And this teachers union is is one of the like this UTLA president. So it's been like this from the beginning. Well, Just, you don't. So you get to ruin people's childhoods because you have a mental disorder. Who's what, well? I mean, and also keep in mind, paranoia is a mental disorder. It's, it's there probably was a disproportionate number of cases and deaths in the families of uh, LAUSD students because that's kind of how it fell. Right, but it's over. They were probably the ones that had to keep going to work. And, and, and is this going to go on indefinitely? <clears throat> well, they're saying through the end of the school year. Uh-huh. And then why not start again in September? There might be a flare-up, uh, you know, next winter. Oh, there, there could be. Yeah. So this is going to be permanent masking of, of children? Um, Alberto Carvalho is the superintendent. Does he have vocal cords? Does he have a spine? Does he have any human body parts? Does he have a brain? What keeps him from grabbing a microphone and saying, enough of this. You're abusing the children. Either show up for work or you're fired. Take me to court. That's what I would do. Show up for work or you're fired. Take me to court. Let, let's, let's, because let's have a trial. Why don't you present your evidence here for your feeling, for your opinion? Present your evidence, your scientific evidence. Because right, uh, more coming up. It's really, really, really abusive to the kids. Uh, and the parents, I don't know what's with the parents. Everybody's asleep. Johnny Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we'll be at the Gascon recall desk at 4.05. He released a silly video. Since he's not going to prosecute criminals, it's one of those things where he's trying to give you tips as to how you can avoid your car being ripped off or broken into. Oh, since he allows all the criminals to run back. It's, right, he feels it, a little guilty about it, so he's not going to give or, you advice. Or is this a way to blame people? Hey, yeah, I told you how true. to secure your car. It's your fault, not the that's fault. That's true. Of, yeah. Why are you buying a flashy car? Why are you parking it on the street? Anyway, we'll play some of it. and uh, Plus a eye-popping number on crime coming out of a section of the city of Los Angeles, which is hard to believe. A call coming in the... Uh, Four o'clock hour, and again, we'll have the candidate for governor, Michael Schellenberger, an author, activist, uh, knows a lot about homelessness, has got some big ideas. He will come on at 5.05. He's running as an independent for governor of California. This is one of my favorite stories of the day. I can't really always explain why I find a favorite story, but I do. And, you know, we've been on the air here doing talk radio or music radio for a long time. And there were many types of advertisers that come along, and this one did not, so I'm not disparaging anybody here. But a company in Orange County, and the Attorney General, Rob Bonta, he went after them. And he got them to change their deceptive advertising because they were marketing a drinkable sunscreen. Think about that. And, you know, when I did think about that, I said, and I was asking somebody about this a couple weeks ago, I saw a TV commercial, Jennifer Aniston, the actress? Yeah. She was drinking a skin product, she said, would really make your skin better. And I kept looking at the TV saying, you drink something that makes your skin glow? Does she need the money, really? Yeah, I've been seeing these ads. Wasn't she getting a million dollars an episode? So maybe that was the idea behind, they call it UVO. You get like ultraviolet. UVO. So you, so you drink this, and it goes into your stomach, 
But and it, it pre- helps and block, it, yeah, the dangerous uh, sun rays. Right. Ultraviolet and, rays. And how, do, how does that track? What's the science behind that? Well, that's what Bonta said. You got to wear your sunscreen. You can't drink it. The company agreed to change the marketing. However, they would not admit that there was anything deceptive uh-huh. about advertising it as drinkable sunscreen. And, and nobody's going to force them. The defendant was Dermatology Industry, Inc. doing business as Uvo and Drink Uvo. Is that Irvine, but, huh? Yeah, it is. What if that is really Anybody funny. listening work for this company? I'd the love to. The attorney for the company said the settlement speaks for itself. We have no further comment. Do the people inside the company, do they all know that this was, was garbage? It was a mixture of vitamins and dietary supplements that purported to be a drinkable form of sun protection. Honey, I got a new job. Oh, what? Oh, I'm going to be uh, marketing Uvo. Uh, you uh, you drink it and uh, you won't get a sunburn. Three to five hours of sun protection from head to toe, including your eyes, they claimed. Uh-huh. That'd be the pretty first... cool, though. But do you believe it? Well, I don't really believe it, but if it was true, I, I would do that. I hate putting on sunscreen, putting it on, and then you go in the water and you got to put it back on. It's I can't imagine. See, this would work for you then, this ad. Oh, as long as it's vegan. I mean, uh, it says it's 30 vitamins, antioxidants, and ingredients. Oh, it doesn't say what they are. Antioxidants. That's another good scam phrase there. That would provide three to five hours of sun protection from consuming one 12 uh-huh. ounce bottle. They had a dermatologist who spoke about the product. He's also <laughs> a owner dermatologist? Of the well, he's the owner of the company. Oh, I'd love to talk to that guy. Dr. Bobby Awadala. Bobby? Yes. Dr. Bobby? Well, there's a bad sign right well, there. The product, by the way, was launched in 2015. It's been around a while. And in one interview, he said that one of the key ingredients is a powerful phyton nutrient. It has many effects on the skin, including <laughs> DNA protection, absorption of UV light, and anti-inflammation. Yeah, that's right. Use a scientific-sounding word that nobody knows uh, the meaning phyt- of. A phytonutrient. A phyton, yeah. Oh, well, it's phytonutrients. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, they still do, you know, I think on some radio stations like those Sunday morning infomercials where you have somebody on there that's pitching some sort of product that's good yeah, for you. Yeah, those are all good They buys. still run those. Yeah. Like a guy just sits there for an hour and tells you, yeah, I know. oh, yeah, you drink this and you'll never get sick again yeah. from anything. Yeah, that in, incredible uh, protection. That in uh, betting infomercials, right? You call this, uh, you call this uh, toll number and I've got my three locks of the week. Oh, what happens when you call? Oh, you've had to pay for the You have to call. pay, yeah. Do you get three picks, though? Yeah, they give you three picks. Oh. Do you? Th- <laughs> and it always sounds like a fat, sweaty guy bellowing. Yeah, you call right now and you get uh, my three looks of the week. You know, for nineteen ninety five. just give us your credit card. No- yeah, okay. And they, they, you know, those commercials run forever. Idiots call them. You know, if you drink sunscreen, that's on you. Yeah, you you know, don't 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 tell me that you've been scammed. All right, we got more coming up. You're lucky you're not poisoned. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM six forty. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at Legal Shield. Dot com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.